Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. listen. Now, live from Chicago, the Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Hal Sparks, your comedian and multimedia personality. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hal Sparks. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the show. Uh, happy Saturday to everybody. I am, curiously enough, and, and it's a big surprise. Thanks, Johnny. Mate. I am, curiously enough, uh, wide awake, which is a miracle in and of itself since I drove That's back weird. from Los Angeles last night after I finished my show. Kara <laughs> is freaking me out, Brian. Yeah, yeah, and Boston Brian is on with us, and he is literally Max Headrooming. Or, it's it, Max Headroom. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't understand. Ca- there's literally nothing <laughs> touching anything. There's, just, well, there's nothing that's like we're caught in Videodrome here. What the hell? Yeah, and right. by the way, and Johnny Million, the irony that, uh, <laughs> that, that Brian's having genuine camera problems and working on it. It sounds fantastic, so that's the important part. You, on the other hand, um, I caught you masking. He's doing his... Uh, <laughs> Johnny's working on his pores today. I don't want to know what kind of solution you have your toes in right now. Um, and I, you know, Can't I, urine. Look, look, we're all, of course, we're all, uh, yeah, really, you're soaking in it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the Paul Mall of, of pet, of petdom. Um, we're still here. I, yes, you are. We're here. <laughs> it's still total here. Is it, he's and by the way, those who are watching the stream at infotainmentwars.com are seeing Boston Brian in stealth mode. Um, <laughs> this is uh, the uh, the the military. Like world. Nothing on the computer changed. I don't know what. Nope. I'm still very here. Exciting. Yes, he'll he'll be back. Don't worry. Okay, so let's get into the show. I do have this is a radio show. We do actually have what? to talk to people, Johnny Melian. Will you please? Okay, all right. Get serious about having fun now. Um, one of the biggest things, and uh, I would love to hear both your takes on it, is apparently, and I guess this is progress, I guess this is good news, Donald Trump and maggot Republicans uh, think there is no longer a crisis at the border. Phew. No crisis at the border. There's no, it, that's it. Uh, that's, I mean, what a great thing when they finally come to this realization. Um, because I would argue any real crisis couldn't wait 10 months. You would think. You would think. Yeah. yeah of all things. Um, well, oh, there he is. He's back and he's beautiful. Look at that. Yay. Uh, Brian, we can see you fully. Welcome to the show. Happy to have you here, sir. Uh, glad you're with us. Lo siento. And, uh, Lo siento. Um, you do and you'll clean it up. Um, we, um, I'm sure you've been watching this back and forth about the quote unquote border deal. Yeah. I, personally don't think it's dead on arrival uh the way they say it is but thoughts any rags any bones any rags today no i i love when a uh, uh a guy with 91 counts against him and you know four indictments across three different jurisdictions across this country is mm-hmm. you know telling our government what to do and what not to do with you know the policies right. that we enact um, that's always madness. a good sign that um one whole political party is willing to listen to um, a guy that was twice impeached um, has been known for um, assault and whimming, um, just, you know, the various other things that he's known for. And now, yeah, I mean, it's just out in the open, too. But it's you got to check mean, with him. He's truthing about it. You know, it's this. Yeah. I mean, you got the reports of what Mitch McConnell is saying. I mean, it, it just That's right. It used to, I feel like it used to be a little more <laughs> like behind the scene than this. 
just right. Well, certainly deals. Yeah. When they would cut a deal about, you know, behind the scenes, they would, you know, it'd be, you know, a lot of glad handing and back slapping in side rooms and that kind of stuff. And like, if my constituents find out that I like you, I'm done for. So let's just keep this on the DL. But now, um, here's the thing. Donald Trump is in such a mess. Oh, look at that. He just, he just truthed as we were, as we're speaking a couple of seconds ago. All caps, witch hunt, three exclamation points. That's it. That was the, that's the You know what he did in truth? He did not truth E. Jean Carroll's name. That's true. That's what that's he's right. the truth. He's uh, maybe wow, less as, as close a, to him following a gag order as we'll ever get. Well, $83.3 million, $83. million, and and uh, he's got to put that money in a uh, in a escrow account during the appeal. So he can't – he doesn't get to not give it and then hold out and try and not do it again. This is – they've learned how to deal with people like him. How many messages and, do you think he sent Deutsche Bank? <laughs> Oh, I, I, I got to say, I, I, I don't doubt that. Um, Where is his money, I mean, ex- really? You know, the exchange rate on rubles is pretty terrible right now. I don't know that he's going to get back up <laughs> like he used to. But his he literally tweeted there. He truthed out. He he flarfed out. I don't know. He co earlier. Um, let's just call it that. Uh, all caps. A bad border deal is far worse than no border deal. Which okay. is just. Well, what what, um, is he, he, what did he say in the last one? He talks about if the country closes down or something, so be it. It's going to close. Like what? I don't even know what understand what he was talking about there. What, is, what does it mean? Close down? Like okay, I, don't, so I don't even understand. Uh, what he's just saying. three years ago, we had the strongest and safest border in U.S. history. Uh, that was during that was during COVID when <laughs> we had more cases than Mexico. So People with two seconds to walk. <laughs> yeah, today right today we have a catastrophe waiting to happen. What are they waiting for? The border's open. I don't understand. It is the and this is all caps worst border in the history of the world. Uh, back to normal caps. An open wound in our once great country. Country is capitalized. I think that's worthy. I hope uh, so. All caps again. Terrorists are pouring in unchecked from all over the world. Back to regular. There is now a 100% chance that there will be, back to all caps, major terror attacks in the USA. Close the border. Um, yeah, uh, besides the fact that Greg, Greg Abbott tried that and and uh, almost destroyed the well truth economy. Out. My wall is crap. <laughs> yeah, right. That's okay. I have there. I had a couple of epiphanies this week that have been driving me a bit crazy. The the first one being is that if the wall works, why do you need razor wire? And we all know that the that the border has been worse after the wall was built. But how is it that nobody brings up the fact that to build a structure that size, you have to have access road on either side of it? What, and so the reason the why so many. Yeah, with rolling luggage. <laughs> yes, well, like you can you can take a rolling bag to the end of the wall now. You didn't used to when it was just like pieces of wood left over from a yeah. you know a, a fence earlier that was like they built him a trail. Pass. It's literally yeah. a, a paved trail. He did <laughs> the border. He literally built migrants a road to walk to the end of the wall and walk around it because it ends at native land. It ends at Indian territory. It's the goofiest, stupidest thing, and I like I I don't know why people don't bring it up because it would I think that's would why really he's been close. saying more that it was the border patrol's design. You know how he likes to emphasize that it oh, wasn't his design it off and he on wanted them. something different, and so right. that's how he's kind of trying to sneak out of that whole thing. I think. 
You think that's because people like occasionally like one out of 65 people is going, how come the wall doesn't stop him? You know what I mean? Like when he's in New Hampshire, Iowa, and one of these people come, I love everything you do. I think you're the greatest. I think the Lord sent you. You're the greatest president we've ever had. Why doesn't the wall stop? I told him. I told him to build a Hitler-like bunker structure along the entirety of the southern border. (laughs) Yeah. uh, The kind of thing that S.H.I.E.L.D. would hide in or or Hydra. Hydra base along the border. Yeah, right. That's true. Um um, by the way, his uh, yesterday he was just true. He was kofefeing. Um, there is no longer justice in America. Our judicial system is broken and unfair. And mm-hmm. like I always picture him, kind of like somewhere between like you, you know him in a Gone with the Wind dress, standing on a balcony, yeah. yelling <laughs> yelling these things out with his hands, his tiny little hands. I'm the king on of the, the world. Yeah, that's right. Just like <laughs> resting on the balcony going, there is no longer justice in America. Our judicial system is broken and unfair. Um, like the mother in Titanic, I feel like. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the, he, at the same time, he put out absolutely ridiculous. I fully disagree with both verdicts. And then and we'll be appealing this whole Biden di- Biden directed witch hunt. All that's all ca- not in all caps, but all the words are capitalized. So he loves to do that. He loves the first initial cap. Well, I use that. I use that for a word accent. To me, that's how you, if you're trying to draw attention to a particular word in it, yet you can use, there's two ways to do it. One is capitalize the word, and the other is uh, alternate oddly caps and lowercase in a really jumbled way to draw attention to that particular word. You know what I mean? Right. And, right. and um, but he just does it because he just like gets stuck like his thumb just won't come off the caps button, like at the top <laughs> yeah. of every word. Like every word I say is a brand new sentence. <laughs> every, just get used well, to it. I idea. saw a good tweet from somebody. I was just trying to look for it where it was basically somebody that Donald Trump has used the same judicial system that he's now attacking to yeah. go after people that have supposedly signed NDAs and in, in, in the yeah. various such things. So he's, you know, she's now saying this is the same legal system, no different than than what he's been using his entire life to go after people and threaten oh, people. No. And, and, well, I, you know. how about the fact that we have not heard a peep from him about the election machines or the process in any of these states that he's because he's won? Not a peep. Not a, well, it could have been, you know, Haley might have done better than we thought or whatever, but I've just, there's just somebody out there trying to, you know, if the Democrats think they're going to run against me, clearly they, they, they say they want to run against me. So maybe they're messing around with it and giving me a lead. Like you're not hearing any of that stuff. Right. You're not hearing like we need hand recounts and stuff. Somehow it just defaults back to normal. We got to take a break and have a, uh, uh, for commercials right now, but, uh, we'll be back, uh, right after this with, uh, our dear friend Boston Brian who's with us. And, uh, this is the House Park Radio program. Mega worldwide now with 100% more Johnny Million. Go to patreon.com slash houseparks and support the show. Uh, we had a free comedy show last night. I posted it. We streamed it live. It was a good time. Let me know in the chat room if you got a chance to watch it. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you watch it. I, I felt good about that one. I I, I barked out what I, I would put that show last night up against any special on Netflix. How do you like that? We'll be back. Ah! Welcome back to the House Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. So uh, the uh, the irony right now is that the most in civil, uh, uncivil man in the world, 
Donald Trump is is effectively calling for a civil war or warning about it and therefore asking for it. And um, uh, I know my opinion on it. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Million, Boston Brian, uh, civil war. You you in, you out. Do you think it's happening? I, I can um, I can make sandwiches. <laughs> True. To support the troops, I make sandwiches. Johnny worked a crafts table for Civil War. Yeah, I mean, people people talk about all these amazing things they can do. Like, oh, I know hand-to-hand combat. Oh, I know how to survive in the wild. I know how to make sandwiches, okay? Yeah. Who doesn't want a sandwich? And and a sandwich is always better when someone else makes it. Isn't it, though? Isn't it, though? Um, And... uh, (laughs) I don't know. I think we've lost Boston Bryant. Um, uh, I mean, how seriously do you take this stuff? I know my opinion. I'd like to hear yours. I mean, not uh, on a on a on a wide scale, not very seriously. I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. sure I mean, on on an individual level, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some. Idiots doing idiotic things. Right. Using this permission. Unfortunately, is going to involve some people getting hurt. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But as far as like, you know, them all getting together and it actually being a thing, I mean, I, I always say you can have all the, the biggest gun pile, gun stock you can you can have. But once the uh, once the Abrams rolls down your street, yeah. I don't know yeah. how much it's going to be worth, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't well, know how many, I mean, these people, it, how many how many of these people got like shoulder fired rocket launches sitting around. We got, <laughs> you got Governor Stitt from Oklahoma this week. Talking about, you know, joining Texas, Texas in this. And I guess if you're the governor of Oklahoma, it's you get very few opportunities to grab a headline. You know what I mean? Less the musical. Yeah, makes and he was back. quickly he was quickly said to, uh, OK, what happens if Joe Biden federalizes the entirety? Right. Of the, you know what I mean? Now your whole state's National Guard is working basically for Joe but, Biden. You gotta love Republican governors who are always like when they're asked a question, start flipping through the governor manual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? Hold on one second. Flip, flip, flip. Yeah. Um, the- <laughs> Brian is freaking me out, man. I'm going to. Sounds fine. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. He's he's just yeah. It's just fine. Johnny, you can't, you can't. There's something really over. wrong with it's his Johnny, camera. Get professional, very, Johnny. Get professional. Yeah, he's very sensitive. He's very sensitive about this. It's all right. Look, and you know what's funny is that hmm. I'm the one that supposedly exhausted and drove all night, and I'm the only one that makes sense. So You're I'm the only the one holding it together. You're the only I comedian am. in the bunch. That's, that is true. Whatever. Yeah. I, although um, there's a lot no, about I'm, you to laugh at and near. Oh. I'm just saying. Oh, did I? What just happened, Brian? He's coming back. He's there. He's there. Hey, there he is. Here. We'll see how long it lasts. Okay, so um, obviously the other the other big story is that Donald Trump, eighty three point three, and one of the reasons why he's calling for civil war and trying to get the rest of the world dragged into his own personal hell. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain because he's just losing, and yep. he's losing like the loser he has always been, and. And I mean, it's it, it, in many ways, he's at a I guess he's in a situation where the only wins he can have is if somebody else loses at this point. That's why he's, he's he wants the border deal to go down, because if it happens and I think they painted themselves in a corner, I don't think there's a way that any of this works in their favor, because if they vote for the deal, it gives Biden a win and it takes away their talking point. If they vote against the deal or don't 
have a bring it up for a vote, they lose their talking point and uh, they're responsible for everything that happens at the border from that point on. It is effectively the same as them shutting down the government, right, is that they own the damage done. And and Biden came out yesterday, uh, gave remarks on it and said, you know, it's uh, they, they're they're getting more than they could ever hope for from, you know, I presented this deal when I came in. They added stuff to it. I'm good to go on it if they want to pass it. I personally feel like it's going to make it up for a vote. It's going to happen because oh, wow. you have even when you have someone like Chip Roy saying uh, two things. One, don't declare Trump the presumptive nominee and give me something I can tell my right. constituents right. that we right. did. Yep. That's an amazing. Not juncture. only that, but don't go back. That's like a realization. Deny something that could help the exactly the situation right. That he's talking so about. The, I I think this, there's a very strong chance. Robert, thank you for the super chat. By the way, love you too. Um, I forgot about and, Bryantologists. That's still funny. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the you know, but again, in many ways, I gotta say. I, I talked about this kind of there's like a thing you do in social media. It's like a technique, kind of like a gish gallop, but it's like scramble to bury any really bad stuff in a pile of other things. Like if you ever tweet something out back when, back before you could edit something on Twitter or any of these sites, one of the things you could do or if there was a really embarrassing story that came out in the press or something is you just flood your social media with stuff that will draw attention and and the and the big story that was doing you damage will get swamped by you know stories that may be you know incendiary may be uh, you know bad for you in some degree but they're in your control right there's stories that you have some maintenance over and Trump does that all the time so like what he did the Nikki Haley gaffe he just dumped a bunch of stuff about E. Jean Carroll I think he leaked his own news. That's, I mean, that was more than we needed. You what now? <laughs> said he leaked his own nudes. Oh, no, God. I, I mean, you can't tell because it's really close up, and it just looks like a, a nuclear explosion in a peanut. He did that with the rated Mar-a-Lago, too. He loves factory. being the one to let everybody know and then, you know, complain that everybody knows about it, you know? Yeah. He's the one right. telling everybody about the raid. Yeah, right. The, uh, the, the legal search warrant that he had to uh, right, right, comply right. with. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, though, he that's what he did. I personally think the extra sixty five million dollars in punitive damages that he got is a fee he had to pay to cover the Nikki Haley gaffe. Like he just. Oh, wow. He went online after the Nikki Haley gaffe and just flooded Truth Social with all this stuff about E. Jean Carroll. Just a horrified blather. It was post at the post at the post at the post. And and the stories of him smacking the desk and walking out of court and all that posturing really did kind of. And he thinks he's slick too because he does it in a way like he posts her tweets or he'll post somebody else posting something else or saying something about her. You know what I mean? So he thinks he's being slick about it. Like oh, I didn't say it; I just retweeted it. Like that time yeah. when, uh, like when he was president, and they asked, "Well, you, why did you retweet this racist? You know, it was obviously yeah. a racist uh, site." Oh, well, I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't tweet it. I just retweeted it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You didn't read it That's first right. <laughs> as the president. Right. <laughs> and and you do realize as the president of the United States, there's not this like retweets are not endorsements. You know, right. Like, <laughs> right. You don't even have that written was in your tweet? bio. It was a retweet. Tweet. I didn't. Yeah, I was. Somebody else did this, which is really, I got to say, 
uh, key to who he is as a human being. Cowardly. And, and, a, and, and one of the, like, laziest, like, we have a – Johnny and I had a friend from high school who uh, his entire life is sort of summed up in a line I can't say from Army of Darkness – where he basically, they're going to throw all these guys in the pit together and Ash is, is chained to them. And he's like, wait a minute there, spinach chin. I never even saw these a-holes before. Like, I, you know, this kind of like, I was hitchhiking. Trump has this, yep. like, you know, a car gets pulled over, body and drugs in the trunk. Everybody's got guns. And his thing is, I don't know these guys. I was hitchhiking. That's his defense <laughs> in the retweet thing. It, and that is like, you got to who who are you talking about? You got to give me a coded hint. Um, let's see. Tom and I bailed him out of jail once and he, he drove a hearse. Okay, um, there you go. Yeah. That's half of Kentucky. Right. Uh, right. No, this that's this is Chicago. Yeah, yeah. So, um I must uh, fell out of that hearse one night. I don't doubt it. It was so cold the door wouldn't close. Yes, I recall. Um <laughs> <laughs> so um, the 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 fascinating part is this. I was listening. I was waiting for this judgment. We're going to see what the judgment is like, obviously, in the in the New York business case. And he's going to lose his license. That's the primary thing. He's going to either have to put his businesses in receivership or or he's going to have to start a new LLC and transfer ownership to stuff in Florida, which is more than likely what he will do in the process. It, but. Some of his properties will be like held until he pays the fine. Right. So he won't be able to sell wow. them or transfer them to another business. So they'll kind of sit in stasis, which is really weird. And he'll probably try to write it off on his taxes is the amazing thing. All I can but, do um, is interviews in the lobby. That's all I can do. Can right. Go upstairs. Stand under my name. There it is. Biggest <laughs> life. Donald Trump. Gold plastic. Condo. But look, look. Gold plastic is gold. It starts with gold. It's plastic, but it's gold. Um, we got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Does he have the $83 million? Does he have the 500? Brian Karam thinks it's going to be more than $500 million that he's going to lose. And I'm in agreement with him. Uh, like, is that where the flip out is coming? And is this what's triggering his, like, uh, uh the evacuations of gas from his cranium that he's making all the time. We'll be back right after this. You're locked into the House Sparks radio program. Mega Worldwide. Oh, my gosh. We were talking about so many things during the break. And uh, uh, what was the primary that you asked me something right as we were going into the break there, uh, Brian? I was curious if you think that the Republicans are kind of hoping that the American citizens are not paying attention or are too busy to realize that they're literally screwing them in front of their eyes. Well, um, uh, okay, a couple things. One is there's this idea somehow that we have a very short attention span. The American people have a very short attention span, and it is not true at all. And if you don't believe me, look at – binge watching of television shows the, yeah. the, the 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 idea that we have a three minute attention span is is completely exaggerated and and when you vary a show at all people write letters and get upset that's, that's antithetical yeah. to that very idea politically speaking there is a window depending on how many stories are coming out of about 21 days um 
you know, seven full weeks or or even in business days, depending on whether it's an economic story that has a new update on the regular or if it's something where it's an investigation and your you know bits are coming out and it kind of leads you in this thing. It can re-up itself in that and create another 21-day cycle. But then if, it, if nothing is resolved in the 21 days, it kind of falls off a cliff and people forget about it because there's always something else waiting in the wings. This is uh, something that Democrats and Biden have a handle on in a way that I don't think I've ever seen a White House have before, where that's that's where you saw this this setup about the border deal. You can see the timing of we'll try to get passed once, then we're going to argue about why they're not going to pass it. Then we're going to try and get it through again through another through other means. That'll make another cycle of 21 days that will lead up to the point where they either sign it and give us a win. And then we start building on the on that part and stack it with the good stuff that we're doing or we or they don't vote for it. And we add it to the pile of stuff that we make ads about, like we gave these guys a chance to fix the border and they weren't even interested. And it goes into that pile. Yep. And then they build stories off of both. And so what you're aiming for is, and this is why we Hit have October surprises. This is why you have October surprises is that right around the, the first week, of October, tail end of September, the, the three 21 day cycles up into the election kind of are are on the roll from like Revved the up, last yeah. two weeks of September. Right. And so you're trying to like it's like a volleyball of the story. You try to keep your story in the air and and you try to spike anything they throw out. That's the game. It's always been the game and it doesn't change. And so the the Biden administration like they got rid of title 42 and everybody's like, it's going to be a flood of people. And then it wasn't a flood of people. And then the people that are coming across the border uh, now in groups are the same kind of spike you see when, uh, when the weather's good. And then as soon as the weather was bad, it went back to 500 people crossing. And again, it's amazing that all the prisons in the world are empty now. It's, did yeah, you hear that? And the insane <laughs> asylums. It's amazing. Well, not just insane asylums, mental institutions as well. Like both right. of those. Yeah. Well, you got that one um, doctor that is still sitting at the hospital that nobody is at, just waiting for a Poor patient guy. to come in. <laughs> Poor guy. Tears in his eyes, I think, as he, as he lined up the shot. Tears in his eyes. Um, it's about too but this, Yeah, right. So, um, so no, I think, the, I think the Biden administration are, you know, or they're handling this masterfully. The, Dem- the Republicans... Sometimes they're pretty good at it, right? This was the goal behind the uh, the laptop BS was that that's why they made it an October surprise. And it was within 21 days of the election because you could keep it up in the air, but it's not enough time for you to investigate it and find out it's garbage. Right. Just enough for it to float around, cause trouble, make put doubts in people's minds. And then by the time they find out it was all BS, it's the election. Similar to the effect that the Comey, uh, uh, you know, oh, oh, with Hillary, yes, had. absolutely, right. yeah. That there's something that there's still a there there with Hillary. That was exactly what that right. was. Same thing. And and by the way, what happened? It was six eight months later. Actually, it's fine. We looked into it. It's right. all done. Right, right. But election's over at that point. Now we're starting to get wise to it. The, the American people are getting wise to it, and and because of all kinds of stuff from AI to you know social media savvy on the part of um, People, there's going to be October surprise memes going forward. 
in the next election cycles that, you know what I mean? Especially the presidential cycle. It's going to, you know, it's, it's, you know, there's going to be memes of like, uh, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny with Haas and Pfeffer pulling it out and going, I call it October surprise, you know, and it's really nothing. (laughs) You're going to see that kind of stuff because we're onto the game now and it's not that weird. So they, they've got to, you know, the Republicans have to try something else. And, but the problem is you got to really strategize to get a story like that in. You, you really do. You have to you got to plan this out. And they can't because Donald Trump keeps stepping on the hose. That honest to God, every time they've got, OK, we have a talking point. We're ready to go. We have this laid out and we're going to this. Right. This is a perfect that we've got our message and and the wording of it makes Dems look like idiots. And we're going to sit and up then and hold up. And wait, Donald Trump just just truth something that ruins our whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Just threw a monkey wrench in the whole thing again, one truth. like the, right. the third time today. Right. And that's uh, uh, honest to God. Like, uh, you know, I've said this a bunch of times, but it bears repeating that this Thank God this idiot was in charge of January 6th, because if anybody with half a brain was, we'd, we'd be living in Trumpistan right now. Um, the reason it failed is because he's an idiot and he's a loser and he's always been a loser. And even when he wins because of his position or fame or being born, you know, at, uh, already rich, he still screws it up. This right. is a billionaire right. who can't afford to pay um, someone like Eugene Carroll, ten million dollars to shrug it off. He's got a. He's so bent he out of shape. He still owes for Trump rallies in like 2016. Like he <laughs> yeah, still owes some cities. States. You know what I mean? They'll eat it. I mean, look. I'm sure David Koresh didn't pay for dinner with uh, some of the the, the teenagers <laughs> in his compound, like he said he would. You know, that that bill is still due. But, uh, they just look past it. You know what I mean? They're people of faith. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, and, and my got, wallet's on Epstein's plane. I must have left that's it. That's right. Yeah, right. I, yeah, right. <laughs> I left my checkbook uh, with Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell. Um, uh, also, nice lady. Good yeah. lady. I wish her the nice best. Lady. I wish her well. <laughs> I wish her, like, again. What are you doing? So many of these things. She's like the selling of pictures you do not want to be in. He's so oh my bad God. at hiding it, though. It's like yeah. you can't. You can't. Come on. You know. Every, well, and and in parallel with everybody else who's in a picture with her, you know, to, uh, being asked about it, and they're going, she was at an event, and everybody was taking pictures with everybody, and I don't really know her that West well. West Palm Beach ain't and that I, big, <laughs> right? And I'm against it, and uh, it, uh, Epstein was terrible, and da da da. Like, it's, that's easy to do. Meanwhile, Trump's like, I don't know, nice lady, nice lady, a lot of trouble, life trouble. She's having real trouble, I hear, getting out of jail. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they'll let me have a cell with her. Or there's co-ed or how this works, uh, whatever. Anyways, maybe terrible she thing that happened to tips. Jeffrey. Terrible thing. Terrible thing. Get to the bottom of it. To her, to her boyfriend. <laughs> Something bad happened to her boyfriend. That's how he. <laughs> that's how he read it. So, I, yeah, it's it's incredible. So and Nikki Haley. What Nikki Haley. And Nikki Haley. Nikki, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to keep going. I was like, wait, yeah, is yeah. my computer messed up? Am I Nikki, 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 Nikki. Wicka, wicka, wicka. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Right. 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 Yeah. I tried um, putting it into a song. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and again, um, like, I think he's written off the chance that she will actually, um, I guess, have a, you know, some sort of, you know, turn a corner. 
But I don't know. And I think she wins a couple of states. He get this is the weird part. He's going to get the nomination more than likely. He'll have the number of delegates he needs to win. But he can't let her win even one state or one area. Or he'll it'll still dig on. What's that little town in New Hampshire that, uh, you know, Dixie Knox, whatever that uh, place is, where they always we're on the radio, sir. I know Um, they (laughs) they always pick the winner or whatever. It's this tiny town. They have six votes or whatever. And they're the first ones to turn their stuff in in New Hampshire all the time. Um, Yeah. 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 Dixville Notch. Yeah, I was right. So um, Dixville Notch, they vote first. And uh, and it's only six people in town. She got six out of six votes for that. He won the state. I think she blew it, New Hampshire. Really, Hal, I do think she blew it. She had a really, really good chance of taking down that state if she just, I don't know. Now, I I think now it's 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 all what her donors want now. If she if to pay for if they if her donors think that her staying in this can take away from Donald Trump, you know, in the long run, then I think it's worth it for them to keep fighting, even though they know. Yeah, I think I think they're there like to chip away. At, right. at him, even if she's not going to do it by right. winning. But in they, New Hampshire, I thought she had a really good chance of taking down that state um, with the way that the, the, the voting works there, with, you know, the the way that, you know, being yeah, it's, in, uh, in uh, England, it's somewhat, you know, somewhat, uh, uh, there's a lot more independence. It was, rigged. Than anything. A, it was clearly a rigged election. We rigged it again. They rigged. I say rig. <laughs> rig is the word. Rig is how I say it. I say it's rigged. Uh, rigged. And uh, we rigged it this time, so I'm fine with that. We rigged it my way. Yeah, they call I it the climb. That's the new one. way. Right. You guys all call the climate the climb, right? That's what you. That's oh, what you yeah. That's my, uh, my. Well, the like you're, yeah. you're in a. You know, when you're in a friendly conversation, you, you know what's going on with the climb today. With the climb yeah. these days, yeah. Like me, when, <laughs> like when when Greta uh, Thunberg texts me, that's what she does. And she's, <laughs> and she's always climb. like, "What about globe warm? Yeah. What have you done for the climb today? The glo- yeah. What up, glob? <laughs> the glob warm. <laughs> the um um. By the way, uh, 54 minutes ago, he just texted in all caps, um, election interference. In all caps. <laughs> and then, and oh, is he here today? We'll be making a big speech in Nevada today. Nevada caucus up next, then off to South Carolina. Polls indicate massive wins in each. Make America great again. Yeah. And then he's, he wrote 302,000 migrant encounters in December, an all time record. I don't know if you want to draw attention to the fact that you just told them to not do a deal about the people crossing and just go wait till November. Just let it happen. And they think they're being sly, too, because they more that they, the more they go right. out and say the border's open, the border's open, the border's open. People from other countries hear that the border's open, the border's open, the border's open. And yeah. then they think, oh, sweet, the border's open. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then they I know that, that brings more people, people to the border. still the real president. I'm great. I'm the real president. Get and, used and to the idea. Biden's and nobody talks president. about this is still the effects of COVID. Like a lot of oh, yeah. a lot of the, the areas that these people are coming from were ravaged by yeah. by by COVID. A lot of people died. The, the, yeah. the government doesn't take care of them. You know, uh, they're on their own. There's no food, no water. The healthcare system doesn't exist. A lot of these places. Right. And you know, what are you going to do when, when 
uh, I think it's pretty smart of people to come to the country that just happened to recover the fastest out of any country uh, on earth. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, economically and, and is you know is prospering rather significantly. Uh, are you, uh, rather are you soon that, after the worldwide pandemic that we just went. Yeah, through. better than anyone else in the world to the point where Larry Kudlow yesterday goes on and said, "If I had these yeah, numbers, so I'd brag sick. about it too." And then he's like, "Yeah, my uh, the wow. Kudlow account or the Kudlow whatever does well. The trust, you know, yeah. So by Kudlow any has means, his own. He says, yeah, he yeah. has his own investment trust that people can you yeah. know invest through him. And um, and nobody and picks again, up I, on that. Well, it's like nope. okay, Larry Kudlow just told me his investment trust is doing rather well. Um, yeah, <laughs> as While he's, he's telling everybody the economy that, on Fox Business, it's uh, like what? Just yeah. simply because Joe Biden is president, and also he benefits if there is a crash." And he knows when it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. So again, well, Josh Hawley had a, had a good clip, too, that, that you could play. But when he comes out and tells everybody the truth, it's like, you know, we want this whole bill to be DOA. We should not do anything to give Joe Biden a win in any regards. You know what I mean? Regardless if it helps the, the American people or helps his country. Yes. We cannot cool. give him a win. Yeah, you know, again, it's like you, I, like you used to not be able to say that stuff out loud. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you used to have and, to dance to- as a politician. You know, yeah, ba- and back, back, what, what, frankly, when the, you used to be able to, we got to take a break, but you know, you used to be able to say that kind of stuff because somebody might, you could say they misquoted me. This is on video. Everything's on video now. Everything. Right. And the right. fact that he's newspaper article. On, yeah. even us, right? I think there's a camera on me. I insist. We'll be back right after this. This is House Mark Radio Program Mega Worldwide. Uh oh, 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 John. Oh, okay, he's doing it on purpose. I recognize that. <laughs> Don't even. Or if you're Peter Navarro, this is the camera right here. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was amazing. You recognize these, this one, Hal? These cameras are on. <laughs> that was amazing. I don't, More Johnny doesn't though. watch my show, so he didn't get this. No, never. I'm starting to understand why I don't have as much time to talk during my segments, because Devin's bumpers... <laughs> are three minutes long. You want a quick promo, Hal? You got a quick promo, Hal. <gasps> Welcome back to the Hell's Voice Radio Program. Mega Watch, Guys, Press Talk, WCB, Woo! Yeah! I like it. I, I'm impressed. I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, we love Devin. Uh, and thanks to everybody in Chicago for being amazing. Um, start of a, I think, I'm, I'm predicting start of a really good year for us in the station and the and the messaging and all the stuff that we're doing. Now, um, Philip Bittner is going to be joining us at the top of the next hour. And uh, Boston Brian, I know, is uh, up on a lot of the stuff that's going on in Russia as well. There have been a bunch of hits, not the least of which was um, one uh, well within Russia up near St. Petersburg where they hit a, a, a port and a refinery the, hmm. It was a, a huge explosion, but the idea is that you know, if you, apparently, if you hit oil at room temperature, you know, it, 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 like it, or below, it doesn't really blow up like a Hollywood movie. It doesn't even catch fire. It's just that kind of thing. But refined gas does. And these, uh, the weird part was, and this was my favorite part of the whole story. And I don't, I don't know. By the way, follow Boston Brian on uh, his YouTube channel, yeah. and uh, you're on. Twitch? Are you on Twitch as well, or just? I'm not on Twitch yet. I got to get that up right now. All right, I'm, we'll I'm fix that. Really close to watch hours on YouTube. So excellent, be- great. Nice. So yeah, follow him over there, and it's just at Boston Brian on YouTube. Just YouTube.com. Correct. Slash correct. At Dem Boston Brian on TikTok. At Boston right. Brian everywhere else. Um, right. We also have a Patreon Zoom later today. So excellent. So um, one of the my favorite thing about the most recent strike. 
in in Russia, uh, the, beyond the fact that the Ukrainians use these cheap small drones to attack this oil refining, this oil and gas refining uh, refinery, was that the I guess all the people who know how to do everything, who are like engineers or smart at all, have either left the country or been sent to the front to die because mm. these idiots, even the people to fight the fires. You know what I mean? Right. Even well, the people that that's, try to put the fires out. I mean, there's a specific way you got to do it with these plants, you know? <laughs> that's right. And they did not. They they just used water like it was a house yeah, fire it down. <laughs> in, sub-zero, in sub-zero temperatures, which uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, who enjoy beverages on the chilly side know that uh, water expands when it freezes. And uh, after explosions, when you're spraying stuff down, delicate equipment and pipelines and tanks, you know, uh, not rolling tanks, but the kinds that hold gas. And Johnny, you know, oh, yeah, you're our expert. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, that if you spray gas, if you spray water on these things, it will freeze, expand, exactly, and then uh, wreck all the gear that the explosion didn't destroy. Mm. It, it, like, I heard that story, and, like, they damaged the place so bad, I almost believe, like, the CCP had taken over fire suppression for the Russians. It was that Well, the place awful. looked like what the apartments in Moscow look like right now. They don't have heat and running water oh and burst pipes. I mean, like some of the scenes coming like the out of Moscow is in the like, day after tomorrow. It's like Narnia. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like just the whole building is frozen. Like there's steam yeah. coming off the walls. You know, the hot water is just flowing under the buildings because the pipes have burst under these, you know, units. And everybody gets their water from the same source. All yeah. the radiated water goes through the whole building, comes from this, you know, it all. So if that pipe bursts, nobody gets anything. You know, so I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of it's just incredible scenes coming out of a place that is the most developed area of Russia. You know, the most right. uh, well funded, the most uh, taken care of, the most looked after, and, th- and this is what's happening. <laughs> right, and and um, they uh, there there's been a, like a serious drop in re- in refined fuel sources from from Russia to the tune of like. I want to say close to like three million barrels, um, which in in any normal situation, uh, whenever the la- when's the last time you heard about like a three million barrel a day drop in in gas and oil being you know from the market? OPEC did um, what six million a day the last time we heard about it? No, they did like uh, each country was doing like a half a million, so it ended up being about three in total. And then right. they, and then a bunch of them were arguing about who would do it because the the poorer countries don't want to stop producing because they're getting money they need. To them, any price is a good price, and to yeah. the Saudis, every price loses money because they're you know they're right their right. their expenses are so high. Same thing with the Russians. Mm. So the the idea that you know it used to be that you drop production like that by about three million barrels. American gas prices and oil prices just would go through the roof. But right now, and this was a story that came out at the same time we got all the, the good economic numbers for the last quarter, was that America is now producing more oil than it ever has. We are now producing more oil, 13.3 but, million barrels a day, with fewer drilling sites, with fewer oil. Uh, let's yeah, go, uh, Joe. Wells. Yeah. <laughs> With a 28% drop in sites doing it. Why didn't Trump think of that? Because he's in, <laughs> because he's incapable 
of processing the details necessary to even say yes to something like that. And but the Keystone Pipeline that only brought shale oil from Canada, and then we still goes out to market anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I it, that part of it is uh, amazing, and his whole like drill baby drill nonsense, and, and even like all the oil companies are like that. We don't have to drill anymore. We're we, we can get these pipes that go. <laughs> That's sideways. why all those permits are just sitting there. The nine thousand yeah, permits them. that aren't being used, <laughs> right? And he's like more holes in the ground. Like great, what? Not right next to our aquifers. How much and do you think I've the heard well, you know how he talks about Anwar water. all the time, right? Um, you know, there's there's a there's a guy on TikTok which I know you hate that uh, works in the oil industry. You know, just does this whole thing, and he's talking about I don't that, know the guy. The but I do that hate nobody TikTok drills there. Right? What is it? Uh, no, I was just kidding. Go ahead. Oh, he he talks about the, the reason that nobody goes there is because it's not worth it. You know what I mean? It's just right. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to 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 produce and make money at, uh, at a profit doing it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't matter. Well, I, I, good Lord. Did we learn nothing from the Steven Seagal opus uh, on deadly ground? <laughs> yes. The Alaska yes. oil drilling movie. Right. Wow. Where they, where they uh, take all the chemicals that come from, you know, getting oil out of the ground. And when they're done with the well, they pump all the toxins back into the earth and then cap the well and shut it down. And the, and they're using old valve covers and it kills the workers. And then you have to helicopter this one guy in to put the whole thing out. That's right. <laughs> and you have, a, a, I believe, a, a Chinese-American playing a Native American who's uh, – he asks her, can you ride a horse? And she goes, of course, I'm a Native American, which is <laughs> horses were brought here by the Spanish and they're from the Middle East. Um, you're a crazy person. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but um, awesome. but ex- yeah, that was back when he was sane and there was hope. Um, and that's a, that those days. Have There's long another passed. good story yeah. that I heard Weird recently. Gary about- Busey is, is less crazy than Steven Seagal these days. But I'm a madness. Right? That's crazy. That's unbelievable. I can't hey, even think about that. I used to love hey, Boston Bryant's a big uh, – we're all big fans, uh, okay? Uh, Boston Bryant, he's amazing. And <laughs> Gary, be- Gary Busey's best ever at Black Sheep. I love sure. that movie. I don't remember doing it, but I remember being – I remember the Zagnut I ate at the premiere. That's all I remember. <laughs> but I remember – give it up for Boston Bryant. We're going to have a break here in a second. And and this Johnny Million fella, I swear to God, he is as tall as you'd ever want to be. That is weird. He's got fingers like spiders. That's just upsetting. And now he's a cartoon character. You know, he, or he might not be. I might just have some <laughs> some mushrooms in my spinal fluid that kicks in whenever I arch. We'll be back right after this. All right. It's the House Parks <laughs> Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. I have a secretary, and she is dynamite. You're listening to the Hal Sparks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. I've had people walk out of me before, but not when I was being so charming. Video streaming at HalSparks.com. Well, I don't care for you or for the people who you're trowling out. Damn, must face little pimp stick. True progressive talk. Might be a good time for you guys to give up. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, and uh, again, uh, reminding everybody to follow Don, uh, Dem Boston Brian, um, Dem Boston Brian, on all of his sites. And joining us right now from live from Kiev is our dear friend Philip Bittner, um, who hey, Phil. is a 
Melon hey. with us. And that's always a good sign. Uh, Johnny Melian is also with us, and he is going to be farming questions from infotainmentwars.com and twitch.tv slash alsparks uh, to ask Phil about what's going on in Ukraine. But the first one right out of the gate, because we are all your mother now. Um, how are you doing? How's life in Kiev? And um, and what's the what's the rumpus? Well, uh, I wish I had better uh, news, but we haven't had a chance to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you were you were uh, you had conflicting plan uh, uh, commitments on mm-hmm. Wednesday, so we yes. didn't have a chance to speak since Tuesday. Um, right, uh, and Tuesday we got hit very hard. Uh, mm-hmm. We got we had we had a major Russian attack uh, on the early hours of Tuesday morning, and. Um, <clears throat> and then it has just been, you know, bad news after bad news when it comes to American continued support uh, for Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But the thing that happened on Tuesday that made me that made this all very real for me was um, so Mark Hamill, uh, Luke Skywalker, comes on my Good phone uh, at, uh, you know, around six in the morning because he is the voice of. Um, the air raid alert, right, on my phone, which is something he right. did uh, in, in in because he supports Ukraine. Anyhow, uh, and we just started getting uh, anti-aircraft fire. You could hear it going up into the skies, and uh, mm-hmm. there was a, there was a distinct explosion, uh, which made me realize that this was a serious attack. And so I was considering, you know, do, do I go to a shelter? Do I? I just grab my helmet and kind of shelter it up internally within my apartment uh, because I have a safe spot in my apartment, which is uh, a concrete little section of the wall, which is part of the structure of the building as opposed to like a plaster wall. Anyhow, uh, while I'm deciding this, uh, I look out my window and I see a uh, what turned out to be uh, what I believe to have been an an S-300 anti-aircraft missile. Uh, because mm-hmm. it was one one uh, fuselage, one fuselage uh, flying. You can see, you know, the uh, and when the Patriots fire, they fire in groups of, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten missiles right. at a time. So I see this one S three hundred go up, and I and I because I've seen the Patriots in action here several times, and I'm like, why aren't we firing Patriots? Why are we firing S three hundreds? What's what's going mm-hmm. on? Well. You know, uh, in in retrospect, it's because we're not providing Patriot missiles, no. um, and we don't have enough Patriot missile systems internally within Ukraine. I am convinced that one Patriot system. Um, there are apparently three of these things in country. Mm-hmm. One that we get if my if my stats are correct, and I'm, don't hold me to this, but I think we provided one. We might have provided two, and Germany has provided. Either the the third one or the second one, you know. Either we've given two or the Germans have given two, but there are three internally within Ukraine, right? And I I believe that there's the the reason why we did not see uh, a Patriot missile launch on Tuesday was because the the Ukrainians have had to either hold back because they don't have munitions, or secondly, they have been forced to make a decision because of our dithering. And our and our lack of full fledged support to this country, they've been forced to make a decision on whether or not to protect their cities, including the capital city, and their and the citizens that live therein, or 
to use them in an offensive capacity on the front lines because we've had a lot of Russian uh, aircraft shot out of right. the sky down, down around the Kherson front. What a disgusting, awful, uh, incriminating indictment of who we are and where our political situation is that the GOP would decide that, that they would force Kiev to either defend their people and the cities that, that exist and the citizens that live within those cities or to use those patriots uh, down along the front line and protect their soldiers. That's right. what it's come to. That's what the GOP has done to Ukraine. It has forced them to make a decision to either keep their civilians alive or to keep their soldiers alive. What does that say about us? I right. am I am beyond angry right now at mm-hmm. the GOP and what they're doing. And the fact that we know openly that they won't that it isn't tied you know, they've tied Ukraine aid to the border. Well they don't care about either. They mm-hmm. they only they, right. they just they are so cynical. And I mean Ukrainians are dying every single day and we are we have not received any substantial amount of um, uh, munitions or uh, replacement systems from the United States in who knows how long. You know, Secretary Austin says we can't continue to provide until, you know, some change has been made, some decision has been made in Congress. And the fact that the GOP has has been so, I mean, I just, the words fail me how angry I am at Mm -hmm. at the way that they have, that they have let down this country and, when most Americans support defending Ukraine, in fact, the vast majority do, and yep. and yet they're going to screw over this country and our own mm-hmm. just so they can get that tyrant reelected. It's it is it makes me I, I'm I've been really angry, Hal, since Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, yeah. I have been yeah. in a constant I have been in a constant state of of incredulity and anger. I mean, I I knew that there was a chance that the West and in America in particular might drop the ball here, there, or the other place. But to see right. it done with such cynicism and with such callous disregard for human life and 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 Ukrainians who are fighting to keep Europe free and that is no small claim. They are literally mm-hmm. this is the line in the sand, right. and they are so cynical. That, that, that all they care about is power, and I. And it's just, uh, I, I've I've called my congressman, I've called my, you know, uh, I've called my senator. Uh, it just, mm-hmm. it's it's been, and 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 having to explain it to my Ukrainian friends has been some of the, the most difficult stuff I've had to do sure. um, in months. It's it's just, you know, you look these people in the eye, and they had hoped, they had hoped. That the that the shining beacon on the hill that we're supposed to be that it would be something that they could follow, you know, and yet we just we just we let the GOP just chuck these people under a bus, and mm-hmm. I'll never forgive them for that. Never. Mm-hmm. It's this is awful. This is really well, that, really that, awful. I it is it is very curious to me that you know the. The initial argument was tie Ukraine and Israel funding to the border bill, and these people will take it because they will do anything to get you know their question answered. And then it ultimately ended up being a situation where the Biden administration, accidentally or accidentally on purpose, called their bluff. Yeah, literally pointed out the fact that they're interested in neither. 
They're not interested. They're certainly not interested in helping Israel or defend itself. They're certainly not interested in Ukraine defending itself. They, you know, and they and they don't seem to give a damn. There, there is there can be no crisis at the, at the border if you can wait on anything that works for it. The idea that you would make the perfect, the enemy, the good in a crisis is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it is literally like someone is bleeding out in front of you and you have towels but they're like, yeah. no, I'm not going to put any pressure on the wound because I'm going to wait for stitches. Right. That yeah. it, that's that's effectively that's the argument that they're making. It's it's crazy. And it makes yes. no sense. Um, that no, said, doesn't. yeah, um, the there are a couple of things. One is um, that, you know, and there's movement in the European funds that are going there. And that's where yes. the, the United States is dragging a little bit. But we're also, you know, the Biden administration is finding ways around it as best they mm-hmm. can to make sure that stuff gets there. And it is for the most part, but it's yeah. getting thin because they're having to do this circumventing, you know, through NATO route using every other pre-allocated amount of, of funds or mun- munitions or materials. When we know it's going to Ukraine, if, if we're adults. We know this is where the problem is. We said it was just send the, the solution to the problem. We know who's been bitten. So we know who needs the anti-venom. So you send it directly to them. You don't send it to three other people and they'll hand it off there just because somebody doesn't like the idea that these folks aren't dying of being bitten by a rattlesnake. And it's very weird. Um, yeah. the, the odd part is that it's it's really I mean, we always talk about how the Marjorie Taylor Greens and the Matt Gates and others are in the pocket of Russia or that kind of stuff. Almost, I would say, too flippantly about it because, you know, I believe those are the kind of allegations you need evidence for. Um, and it might just be that they're awful. I, here's the thing. I, I think it's entirely possible that Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Matt Gates of the world, some of the Freedom Caucus, want Russia to win because they're terrible people. Not because and they're fellow they're travelers. Them. Their fem- and their fellow, well, yeah. tra- their fellow they travelers, they're fellow travelers, they're white Christian nationalists, which is what well, Russia is all a about. Strong man who supported Trump, and if he's powerful again, he can support Trump and help him get elected again. And this was one of their backups. It's, it's he, you know, Vladimir Putin helped the NRA stay afloat for years. Therefore, he's a friend of mine. That's it. The, and and maybe they're mm-hmm. getting a promise of money later. Maybe there's bribes going on, but I don't even necessarily think they need it because they. They just and they might they might also not, they might also not even know they right. they might be useful idiots um, right. that's entirely possible at all but when you look at uh, here in Europe people like or uh, Victor Orban in Hungary uh, who who is also being obstructionist when it comes to giving aid uh, mm-hmm. to, to Ukraine now there's there's some positive movement on there the is. ground here in Europe when it Hold comes that, to Orban, we'll talk we'll talk about that yeah. on the other side of the break we need to important. do it in America too. Yep, I agree. If there, and that's weird because Trump is using Orban as an example on the regular, and the only parallel story right now is what we'll talk about after the break. It's the House Mark Radio yep. Program, Mega Worldwide, now with 100% more Johnny Million and our friend Philip Bittner. Check out his uh, YouTube channel and watch his vlogs from Ukraine, and we'll have questions from our chat room when we come back from the break as well. I know I'm only on one day a week. I get it. I'm going to have to jump on uh, GarageBand and start sawing something together. 
this is the house bar show. And then a guitar note, and then progressive. And all Yeah, it's going to be good. Hey, how? Did you mean something like this? This is the house bar show. And then a guitar note, and then progressive. And all Yeah, it's going to be good. The House Parks Radio Program, Mega Worldwide. Yeah, it's gonna be good. All right, I'm just getting my fill on in the in here while we're gonna get some. Oh, look at that! Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good time. This is yeah. Um, so um, uh, we we will get to. I have I have questions about the downed aircraft um, mm-hmm. that we will get to at yep. some point during this uh, in this because uh, the that's a hinky story. Um, it is. But maybe we just jump right into it. So the, it's it's sure. IL. Uh, it's an Illusion seventy six. An Illusion seventy six. It would be it would be the equivalent. Uh, the equivalent. Uh, it's not. It's a little no, larger no, than a uh, than a C one thirty. C one thirty transport plane. Uh, a transport plane. It's lo- slightly larger than that, but it's not as large as a C seventeen. Kind of like the, um, the, for people at home, that's the that's the plane that took off from a from uh, Afghanistan yeah. with all the people hanging that's on right. it. That's the mm-hmm. it's that kind of plane. And the uh, the Ukrainians shot one down. The mm-hmm. the Russians just outside of a city door. called Belgorod, right? And which the, is on the border. The Russians Russians are now claiming that uh, it was full of. Uh, Ukrainian POWs, right? Which there you go. For um, uh, just for the record, is uh, malarkey. I think it's the word we use uh, in dark <laughs> yeah. brand land. That is uh, that is a bunch of hooey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean it is it, okay. So uh, let's lay this out. Um, uh, I believe it. What are we? Saturday now, so this may have been Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the we we get reports that this uh, that this um, uh, cargo plane, uh, this transport plane, uh, is shot down out of a city called Belgorod, which is very close to the Ukrainian border. Um, we subsequent they the Russians pretty quickly come out with this narrative of it was filled with POWs and this has been a war crime and all the rest of it. Let's address the war crime issue to begin with. Even if it was filled with Ukrainian POWs, it would be a war crime because the Russians failed to transport and didn't tell people right, and and didn't tell people. So, and, and, and so um, that's that's one. Secondly, the the manifest uh, says that there are around seventy people on that flight, which means that if it was filled with sixty some odd POWs, which is what the Russians claim, then right. they had what a, 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 a flight crew of three, and then like five. Yeah, that's Russian the idea. There were three guards protecting them. It, it, it yeah. was a crew of seven and three guards for sixty-five guys, and and the yeah, which is been, ridiculous. And uh, for the record, there are at least four of the people who prisoners of war who were listed on that manifest who are alive and have already been exchanged. Yes. So the yeah. list the Russians put out of the POWs that were on the plane that allegedly they're you know arguing this war crime, which basically was their war crime because they would be the ones that put them in harm's way. It's their responsibility, folks, caring for the POWs, right. was their That's responsibility. Right. That's right, and uh, and 
the list contains at least four that we know of of yep. people who were already uh, given back. So it sounds like and a they've put out a, and it, it's it's garbage. It, and they've put out a video just today where they say, "Look, this is video evidence of the transfer of the soldiers of the POWs." Ukrainian POWs, but if you watch the video, there is no transfer of 60-some-odd individuals. Right. You, you see some vehicles pull up to the – because it's a security camera from the airport. So you see mm, some, yeah. some vans pull up to the rear of a of a, of a Illusion 76, um, which, by the way, can't be confirmed if it actually was Belgorod. Um, mm. And you see these vans pull up, uh, but you don't physically see so, you know, soldiers disembarking and getting on the plane. So another reason why this is suspect. Um, finally, the, 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 one of, the, one of the, the other issues that should be discussed when, it, when we talk about this incident, um, and, this, and, and, and here I'm going to be a little careful because I don't like to talk about rumors, but, it, but I yes. have to address them as well. I, I address the fact that there are these rumors out there. We know the flight path from open source Intel of where this particular plane had been previously, and it had been in, surprise, surprise, Iran. Okay, so this illusion had flown to Iran, then it flew for some reason to Belgorod, and then it was flying, again we know from open source, away from Belgorod. It was flying north, which doesn't make any sense if it was going to be used for a, a, a prisoner swap. Now, here we get into the rumor uh, area, and this is where I get – I caution everybody to take this with a major grain of salt, but there's a lot of talk here and a lot of talk within Ukrainian circles, mm-hmm. um, press corps, authorities, guys who are in the know, Yeah, that there's every chance in the world that that plane was carrying something from Iran or some people from Iran that Russia very much valued. And oh, the Ukrainians I, found out about well, it, and, th- and they specifically targeted this plane because it either was carrying drones or, or some other munition from Iran, or right. and this is the this is the one that makes me kind of makes my ears prick up is um, it, it could have been trainers, Iranian uh, drone trainers, which would be a, a, an incredibly important asset for for the Russians. You know, for them to come here and train Russians on how to to use the Shahid drones that they've been giving. So, but there was something valuable on that plane, um, right? And we we don't know exactly what it is, but it's definitely made the Russians angry. This cover story about POWs it's a bunch of baloney, as you say, a malarkey. Um, uh-huh. And uh, you know, the last and the very last thing I'll say about it is knowing the Russians, if that mm-hmm. plane was filled with Ukrainian POWs, it's been days now. It was hours when I first made this point. We would have seen video or photographic uh, evidence of a lot of dead Ukrainians. Well, that was the thing. There was like seven bodies. They would have splashed it all over. Yeah. Exactly. And there there was video available of the actual plane going down. And this goes to like, you know, it's not surprising that Russia is kind of using Hamas's techniques and vice versa. There was a video I pointed out yesterday on my uh, on the morning stream. I was talking about that, like NBC aired it. TYT went double down on it from of of a a guy waving a white flag with five other people. And you hear gunshots and they fall down and they blur the video out because the guy falls. There's an edit in the video that 
everybody just breezes past. Like, is, there's a cut in the video. Why is that camera guy just standing there filming them as they magically walk towards this place in the shot and then stop filming when they drag the guy around the corner afterwards? You can see a guy pouring fake blood onto the when they're gathering around him in the shot. It's just like you can you can criticize what's going on and you can believe that it's important to stop a war and all that kind of stuff. But you don't have to buy hook, line and sinker. The kind of yep. garbage that's out there because it undermines your argument against it. You know what I mean? Because because there's a big group yep. of people who would rather the violence just be go on com- like completely uninterrupted. The Trumps of the world. Trump would if he was in power, he would tell Netanyahu flatten the place and he would hand the keys to Ukraine to Vladimir Putin. Just say, do your mm-hmm. worst. Fill your boots, yep. man. I don't care. And and that's that is the key. Um, difference yep. between him and Biden, where they're trying to negotiate in a very difficult situation with a bunch of folks that are digging their heels in for their own interests, politically in this yep. country or professionally in this country, um, and and in others. And around we the world. are in, we are in an information war. Make no mistake right. about it. We 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 have to, you know we should be talking about this much more than we are. We are actively engaged in an information war and in political warfare. The mm-hmm. the, the Russians are infiltrating uh, a number of countries. I mean, we know we know that they are yeah. um, supporting you know any European party that wants to stop uh, supplying weapons and arms to. Uh, Ukraine, we know that they've infiltrated, and particularly in, in Germany, they've done it, and in France, they've done it as well. Um, right. But, you know, we need to recognize that the Russians are fighting um, a, a hybrid war. They're fighting a, a war that isn't just kinetic. The, 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 it's about political power. It's about information warfare. Yeah. And, and we need to wake up to it. And they can't, they win can't the fight on the war. front. The, the, they the, can't win. The more, That's right. Right. The, the, the more aware you are, if you're a logical person at all, that you are dealing with a, 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 a team or a group of people that cannot win by fair means. Vl- Vladimir Putin, Hamas, Donald Trump. These are the, the one big thing they have in common is they can't win on the merits. They can't earn the W. Yep. Um, so so what they will try to do is, uh, you know, make your strengths into a weakness, make your weak, you know, while, you, you know, they make their weakness into a strength. That's that's the plan. And a lot of that has to do, especially in, you know, post-Soviet era, cold, you know, the, the subtle Cold War that's been humming along in the background via China and other sources since the early 90s is this, uh, you know, this subtle undermining of, of the social structure in the West and all that kind of stuff that they admit to openly now in the same way that Yahweh Sinwar says it, the ceasefire we had with Israel up until October 7th was always a farce. It was just giving us time to attack, yep. which is exactly why there can be no ceasefire with Russia on those same terms, because they'll just use it as a way to reload and rebuild. That's, yep. I, I mean, you don't have to be force yourself into a, a naive, you know, corner pretending the world isn't real simply because of the, you know, the standards don't meet this. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the health okay. radio program, mega worldwide. Uh, we'll have questions from the chat room right after we come yep. back uh, with Philip Itner and Johnny Million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
You're locked into the Hal Sparks Radio Program. Mega Worldwide. Real quick before we jump into the questions, uh, uh, infotainmentwars.com and of course uh, patreon.com slash Hal Sparks. Uh, uh, those of you that are members got to enjoy a comedy show last night that I improv yeah. an hour of stand up at uh, Flappers. I do the last Friday of every month. Our dear friend Brian Karam. Uh, showed up and came to the show, which was really a nice surprise, along with uh, a, a lot of our other regular friends. And it was a it was a great crowd, good times. Um, even though I don't need a good crowd, quite frankly, if you're having a bad day and you don't think you can laugh, come to my show. I don't need you to be. It's not your job. It's my job. I'm there to make you laugh. I I don't understand comics and like it was a tough crowd. Well, they're the ones that need you the most, dummy. Anyways, <laughs> um. This right here, I thought was fascinating. Phil, this is the uh, wow. um, this is the this is the plant that was bombed by the drones in uh, yeah. like north of St. Petersburg. It's a northeast, it's a port. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a port and a refinery and an oil storage facility. And these little fires broke out. And these idiots, I'm showing a picture online for the who's at home and who are listening on radio are putting out the fire with regular water. And mm. that's how you destroy all of this equipment. That's how you do it. If you want to destroy an entire refinery, spray water on it in sub-zero temperatures. You don't even need the fire. That's the funny part. That You could literally, the, the Ukrainians, if you could physically drop enough water on it, you could destroy it as easily this way as you could bombing it. And it's and it's also it's also something that every single cook or chef, you know, if you knows. work if you yes. if you know you don't throw water on an on a grease fire. Yes. <laughs> you don't f- throw water on an oil, you know, oil fire because it just yeah. spreads. It's just it's incredible. But so, uh, but it's worth mentioning before again, quickly before we yeah. go to the questions, it's worth mentioning that this is not an isolated incident. It is clear that there is something yes. going on with the heating uh, infrastructure within Russia, uh, and, uh, you know, obviously some targeted by Ukraine, but they're going through a they're going through a bitterly cold winter. In, mm-hmm. in in Russia, and they are yeah. freezing because uh, their heating infrastructure, which is all centralized, mm-hmm. is uh, is falling apart. So you know, yeah. Russians are suffering this winter because of Vladimir Putin's idiotic decision to conduct this war. Right. So yeah, um, um, well, let, I find it yeah, hard to be compassionate, but. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Let's, question. Uh, let's get some questions, Johnny Million. Sure, we got a question from a uh, guy you might have heard of, Boston Brian. Hey, look at that. All right. Asked Phil about the Russian group working for Ukraine derailing that train three thousand kilometers from the front. Please and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there are there are partisan groups uh, uh, and like partisan fighters, uh, Russians who hate uh, Vladimir Putin. Some of them are actually not quite nice guys. Um, they're 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 even more nationalistic than than Putin uh, in some ways. But uh, there are those who are who are pro you know Ukrainian and 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 um, so yeah, deep behind. Uh, internally within uh, Russia, we've seen uh, that happen. We've seen even we've also seen uh, Ukrainian commando teams mm-hmm. uh, sneaking past the border. There was a there was a they blew up. Uh, there was a big story this week about a a Ukrainian commando team that went like six hundred miles or seven hundred miles deep into Russia, blew up 
a, uh, a strategically important uh, plane, uh, a command and control plane uh, that was sitting on the tarmac. And then as they were pulling back and retreating back to Ukrainian territory, came into direct contact with Russian forces. Sadly, the commander of the team was killed, but the, va- the, the, the majority of the team was able to come back. And that just shows that the Ukrainians are able to, you know, they have the means, the will, and uh, the capacity to strike deep. Uh, and, you know, if they can make Russians feel uh, that no place is safe within their own country, they'll get a little mm-hmm. taste of how we Ukrainians, you know, we here in Ukraine, uh, mm-hmm. have been living for the last two years. And, um, again, it's hard to be compassionate uh, when that's happening, that's been happening here nonstop. I mean, there's no safe place in Ukraine. And uh, maybe it's time for the Russians to start feeling the same kind of anxiety. Right. Um, I'm going to jump to uh, the lady Beatrice who super chatted, even though they do not need to to ask a question. You just at me. But uh, lady Beatrice asked, Phil, what is being done to investigate these war crimes and what needs to happen to prosecute? Oh, boy. Um, Okay, so... uh, they're documenting everything, everything they possibly can. I know several guys who are actually uh, involved in that effort. Uh, photographic evidence uh, with the evidence still fresh. That's really important. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, there are things that are happening right now that are being documented. Uh, I know somebody who right now is down outside of uh, Zaporizhia uh, along the riverbank there where they've been attacking civilian infrastructure, and he's taking photographs of that for the International Bar Association um, uh, so that they can bring a, uh, you know, lawyers who can then take it to the to the ICC, the uh, International Criminal Court in, in The Hague. Um, so right now it's all about documentation uh, primarily. Uh, there are teams that have been here from the ICC and from other investigative uh, international investigation uh, units. Uh, some of the older uh, war crimes like Bucha and things like that, they, they are, I'm sure, going through the forensics and all the rest of it. Here's the trouble with war crime investigations. And I learned this. Um, I learned this from a, a buddy whose wife is a, an investigator, was an investigator in the Balkans. Uh, in Serbia and uh, and uh, Bosnia Herzegovina, um, it takes years and years yeah. and years to put everything together and to present a case. It's it's really difficult because it's you have to be meticulous because you're you're you know this, th- these are the worst crimes that human beings can commit in many ways, mm-hmm. and and you want to nail them, you want to get these yeah. guys, and you want to get them cold. Uh, you know, everything is locked down. All T's are crossed. All I's are dotted. That's the tragedy of 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 human uh, of, of war crime investigations. Um, you know, I'm sure some some of these things are so blatant that they might be fast tracked because um, you know, Bucha is just was there for all to see. Um, Hostamel, Izium. Uh, but it's it's just a sad fact of the matter that. Um, these are hard cases to prosecute, but uh, it, the, the Ukrainians, not only the Ukrainians, the international community are working very hard to, to do it. And I, again, I know, I know th- at least three people off the top of my head who, um, 
are traveling around Ukraine doing one of the most important things they can do, and that is get a camera to a place where something has happened, where there's a war crime, and document it. Document it, document right. it, document it. And um, there's going to be a, a huge amount of stuff to go through because of it, but it's, it's absolutely necessary. And no joke, we are hopeful here in Ukraine that somebody someday will be standing in a courtroom uh, and and will face justice. Yeah, there is a um, uh, there are a couple of things I I want to point out too is that um, the uh, there, there's these reports from the front line front line right now that are just kind of continuation of what we've seen before. But that um, and I'll see if I can bring this up so I can show it as well on the live stream. But this is um, Russia's meat wave strategy is leaving Ugh. frozen bodies in Avdivka. Russian just frozen yep. bodies. A Ukrainian yep. sniper said, he said, no one collects them and Russian soldiers don't seem uh, to have a test beyond go and die. Another Ukrainian soldier said they're short on weapons and ammunition to beat back the Russians. They need more stuff because they're just, these meat waves come and they take them out. Now, on the other end of that, um, on the economic side, thank you for the super chat, by the way, um, I can't see. It's very small, so I can't see who it is, but Johnny will be able to. Pop it was La Smoocherina. Oh, thank you, La Smoocherina. Oh. Thank you so much. Um, uh, I like the name. Russia's oil, Russia's oil revenues have gone down 37% while they have increased production by 500,000 barrels. They are selling, according to IEA reports um, and all this stuff, uh, the, there's this is the quote from the uh, from one of the people at the IEA it says he's been selling bigger volumes of oil mainly to refineries in China and India, but at discounts of as much as thirty five dollars a barrel. So the increased volume does not compensate for the reduced price. So his break even price oil is at like seventy six dollars a barrel, give or take. It kind of moves around that number right now. Break even for them is fifty to fifty five dollars. He's selling a good portion of this at a 35% discount, that $35 discount per barrel. That means he is losing money on at least a third of this oil, and then the rest of it is under sanction. So 60 bucks, he gets a $10 max out of – he gets $10 a barrel where he used to get 50 and he's And in the case of China and India, they're, they have so little money that they're willing to pay for it. He's losing money on that stuff. These are he's literally this is like COVID. This is when they were like, please take this oil because our our uh, you know our like everything will seize up the the entire the machinery of the pumps and everything will seize up if we don't get the oil. It has to keep flowing. If you shut it down, it's a whole process to reopen a well. And and uh, and he's selling this oil at you know it, again. Break even is fifty dollars a barrel minimum. He's probably selling around forty five to the two biggest customers he's got, India and China. Um, let's grab an. Uh, well, actually, let's take a break and then we'll come back okay. uh, with our uh, with our happy ending because I I gotta say uh, I myself am now uh, apparently a target of uh, of Vladimir Putin's spiritual advisor. Mm. It's okay. Personal. We'll be back right after this. It's the uh, it's the House Park Radio Program, Mega Worldwide on WCPD Radio, Chicago's Progressive Talk. I am happy. 
you are happy, let us be happy together. Whether the weather is cloudy or sunny, I will always be a funny honey bunny. I am lucky, you are lucky, let us get lucky together. Whether the weather is cloudy or breezy, I'll be there to say, hey, come on, let's take it easy. Because isn't it nice to have the friends that you do? And isn't it nice that the sky is so blue? And isn't it nice to say I love you, chugga chugga choo choo, woo I am smiling, you are smiling, let us smile together. Whether the weather is cloudy or stormy, I will still be there in the morning. I'll be right by your side in the morning. I'll make you breakfast in the morning. I hope that you like cereal. Yay! <laughs> Hooray! I, uh, I got a, uh, my happy ending is just the fact that I made it home on the long drive last night. And uh, <laughs> last night was a, fa- a really fun show. Really good time. I'm enjoying the fact that they have, I've graduated from, when last Wednesday of the month to fr- the last Friday of the month in the late show it gives me a lot more flexibility as far as material and audience uh-huh. expectation, if you know what I'm saying. And I think that you do. <laughs> um, so it was a great time. Um, and it relates very well to the yeah, fact that uh, Alexander Dugan, uh, Vladimir Putin's spiritual advisor, whose daughter was blown to pieces by a bomb, I suppose, that was aimed at him. What the? More, more than mm-hmm. likely by someone associated with Vladimir Putin. That's the, I guess, the grotesquely ironic part. Um, and is still sucking up to him. Said that comedians are essentially agents of the devil himself and that Satan Belzebub uh, is the patron saint of jesters. And the head of the humorists guild in the middle ages, actors were considered servants of the devil, said Dugan. Apparently (laughs) there was some reason for this. Moreover, medieval thespians and watch your tongue. Unlike the noble ancient Greece, values a high spirit of myth and tragedy and theater usually resorted to lowly genres. I feel seen. They would make a face, laugh at the noble class, throw a tirade on stage, make obscene gestures I didn't realize he was watching last night. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I give a thumbs up, Dugan. Well, come on. If he's, he's, well, I don't know what, what his patron name is on there, but he goes, they were, <laughs> at the end of it, he goes, they, and the commoners would laugh. They were opening a crack into hell. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause dictators can't be mocked. Right. That's why, that's why the, the our best weapon against Trump. Is mocking him, but I'll I'll bring up a quick point about that. And I'm Dugan is right. He's a hundred. Well, I mean, he's right to be afraid of 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 comedy and comedians because it's it's just a weapon that can't be defended against. And it's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons why one of the first things when I lived in Moscow and I saw the rise of Vladimir Putin, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand. There was a really famous television show that was beloved by so many in Russia because it was a very funny show and it skewered the great and the mighty and the powerful. It was called mm-hmm. Kukli, which was just it, it translated. It's just dolls. It was a spitting image kind of if you're familiar with the British uh, yeah. satirical show spitting image. It was it was almost a, a clone of that. Yeah, Americans. Yeah. If you don't know what that is, uh, the dolls that were in the uh, the oh, yeah. Genesis Invis- uh, um, yeah. uh, Land of Confusion video, right, right. Those are yeah. all spitting image dolls of Ronald Reagan and Nancy right. Reagan and the King and right. and people like that. So they had a show. borrowed from that show, right? 
they had a show in Russia that was a clone of that called Kukli or Dolls. Mm-hmm. And literally, it was one of the very, and I mean, like, literally, it was one of the first things that Putin shut down because mm-hmm. they can't abide yeah. mockery. They can't. It pierces well, I mean, their bubble of even, invulnerability. Xi Jinping has outlawed uh, references yeah, Winnie to the Winnie Pooh. the Pooh. <laughs> I love like that. that. I love that. Oh my god! Talk looks, about delicate. Because he looks like Winnie the Pooh. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. That's the thing. Yep. That's, a, that's what the people. That's what <laughs> yeah. Chinese Chinese netizens always call him Winnie the Pooh because they think he looks yeah. like Winnie the Pooh. And, now, and it my, drives my, him crazy. Yeah, it does. My happy ending is a little bitter. And I think he's adorable. I I do too. I do yeah. too. And 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 if you if you haven't read the Tao of Pooh. Read the Tao of Pooh. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, one of our greatest sage minds of the modern era. Uh, my my happy ending is a little bittersweet um, mm-hmm. because the the subject matter is rather um, unpleasant. Um, yeah. But it, the happy my happy ending. The reason why I was showing it uh, again for those uh, who are what you know are listening on radio. Screen, I was showing there you up, go. More, yeah, more center screen. There we go. There we go. Twenty days. Uh, this in is twenty days in Mariupol, which has I been nominated. On your lens, Phil. Sorry. Uh, you know. Well, hey. Uh, <laughs> it has been nominated for an Oscar. Deservedly oh, so. Deservedly mm-hmm. so. Uh, I, I, and and anybody who has not seen it, uh, it is, is again. It's called Twenty Days in Mariupol. They have decided. Uh, to make it free to watch anybody who wants to watch it on YouTube. You can now watch it for free on YouTube, the full-length movie. Um, It is – and and here's the bittersweet part of the happy ending. Happy because absolutely justified in getting an Oscar nomination, and it should win. Right. It really – if there's justice in the world, it should win because it's an incredible, powerful piece of work. But because it is such a powerful piece of work, it's, it's a tough watch. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a news team that decided to stay in Mariupol in the hospital uh, as it got increasingly surrounded by Russian troops. And they're dealing with I mean, it's children and it's parents losing children and it's just physicians and surgeons doing the best they can in a horrible situation. And, 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 and if I want to redeem it with a little bit of hopefulness, there's also a Ukrainian military unit who's in there with the journalists and they go out of their way. I mean, they go out of their way to escort these guys out there. So the world would know we talked about war crimes and documenting war crimes. The, 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 the armed forces of Ukraine, put their lives in grave danger to get that material out of Mariupol so we could have this documentary as difficult as it is to watch. It's it, it will show you why it is we need to defend and help the Ukrainians as much as they do. 20 days in Mariupol, go to YouTube, watch it. Um, you mm-hmm. don't, maybe don't watch it all in one sitting. If you have to step away, that's fine. It's totally understandable. I did. Um, but it's a magnificent documentary. Uh, it deserves the accolades. It deserves to win the Oscar that it's been nominated right. for. 20 Days in Mariupol. Check it out. It's a hard watch. 
but it's there's there's light yeah. in the midst of all of it as well. Right. As I say, these there's some amazing people who 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 did extraordinary things to keep people alive uh, in in terrible terrible situ- mm-hmm. circumstances. So go check yeah. it out. Um, and, Twenty days. And- I can't support it on YouTube. Can't support it enough. You'll be able to find a source for it. Um, Also, um, uh, the Trump, Donald Trump has been talking about how he he would solve everything in 24 hours and all that kind of stuff. And it's just kind of floated by and, and like, obviously Zelensky and everybody in Ukraine's like shrugged it off, but the Russians finally answered it. They finally Hmm. addressed it. According to Putin's press secretary, Dmitry Peskov, the Kremlin does not understand how Trump is going to achieve peace. The speaker of the Russian, for the Russian dictator also added that the terrorist country of the Russian Federation, this is from the Ukrainian side, has no contact with the former president. No, we have no understanding of how this can be accomplished. There have been no contacts on this matter, said Dmitry Peskov. Like we, nobody knows what the hell he is talking about. He says he could stop it in one day. And all of us, uh, all of them are like, None of us know what he's talking about. Yep. We have no idea how this could be accomplished. We don't even think it could be. Um, and the, the, the Kremlin said that it does not understand how an American politician will help achieve peace at all, Much whether it's Trump or Biden or anybody. This is their fight and their attack well, on Ukraine. And Zelensky has also answered it, by the way. President Zelensky yeah. here in Ukraine said, um, Let's hear it. fly on over. Come on over. Yeah. I invite you. He invited. It was a genius move. Yeah, I invite yeah. former President Trump to come here and explain how yeah. he would. We welcome him. He can explain it, and if it's a good plan, we'll get on board. But come on yeah. over. Do you yeah, think Trump's going to fly to Kiev? <laughs> he, he, uh, uh, he's not even. He's never going to fly to New Hampshire again, ever, <laughs> ever. He's done in his life. Yeah. New Hampshire is done. Iowa, yeah. bye bye. Any of these states well, we can't like, afford it anymore. You know, maybe maybe he can get on Amtrak or you know get, get a Greyhound because uh, after Joe, losing, that would be embarrassing. After, after losing eighty three million dollars, train and Joe's sitting on the train going, "How's it going, Donald? In this Kush? Yeah, I rebuilt the whole thing. Yeah, it's a part of the rescue package. Isn't it nice? Um, let's grab a last question because we got like three minutes left. Two and change. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I've got a, this one's kind of fun from Nick Rich. Does Phil miss anything from back home? A favorite food? A1 sauce. No. I love, love me a steak with some A1. I know it's delightful. Some people consider it a sin, but I love it. Not if you love it. Yeah. Yeah, Ketchup sin on a steak. And I have a happy ending. All right. There we go. I, Mrs. Million and I, are going to Baltimore in May to see the Baltimore Orioles in person at Camden Yards. That's fantastic. It's going to be so neat. We're going to see two games, a Friday night and a Saturday afternoon. Some lovely folks sent uh, Johnny Million some gifts for Christmas via my address, my post office box that I have. And I'm going to forward those along with a gift that I got Johnny Million, which is Oh, my gosh. And I hope uh, oh, I can't wait till he in, unveils it on that. And that, of course, <laughs> uh, and that that'll get mailed out right after the giant case of a one that I'm sending. To, to. <laughs> well, I want to I want to go see the uh, next year when this war is over. Hopefully, touch wood. I want to go see the OSU Michigan game in person. That, mm. that's, that's what I want. to I'm for it. Anyhow. Yeah. 
Um, thanks, thank you guys. By the way, for uh, tuning in. But let's get. Let's. I, we got almost a minute. I think we got time for a quick one. Million. Quick we have one, one more. Uh, here we go. Uh, b- 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 can you ask about the Russian underground tunnels that the that the Ukrainians found? The uh, underground tunnel. The only underground tunnels I know are beneath uh, Orthodox churches where they're storing uh, storing weapons and money, uh, and, uh, supporting the idea that uh, the uh, the Russian Orthodox Church in Ukraine is not a church; it's the fifth column. If that's what mm. they're referring to, I, I haven't heard anything. Um, I know that there are tunnels in like the front line areas, but those are the, the those are the only tunnel references trenches. that I'm aware of. Yeah. yeah, those are trenches with like with like holes dug back into them that are just reinforced. They're basically trenches with a roof. Um, yeah. Is the majority of those things? They're very different than the Hamas tunnels. Which, if you want to if you want to see some big like holy smokes video, go look up the IDF blowing up the, t- the tunnels. Good lord, because there's mm. hundreds of miles of these things. You know in in a very small area and it's amazing that they're blowing up these tunnels and nobody's dying in these tunnels it's interesting it's just funny how there are just no fighters down there and Hamas never says they lose a single fighter ever that's amazing they must have the same body counter as russia does um anyways regardless uh, thanks phil bittner don't forget to check right. out his youtube channel uh like and subscribe to our show that helps keep us here and of course share out the videos uh from our show and then of course follow johnny million on twitch and uh and youtube because uh, you know it'd be nice if that's all he ever had to do you know what i mean right we, uh, move into that zone so you don't have to do three things stay afloat like we all do. talk to you on wednesday right. yes thanks Bye. everyone cheers all Peace right bye-bye bye all righty Bye.